New York. It's the show that has surprises in store for you. It's first things first. First up, oh my goodness gracious. I called this one. Oh, stop. Baker saves the day and headbutts a teammate. What this drive means for his career. Meanwhile, the GOAT is the underdog. Why someone on this show is guaranteeing a Bucks upset. Wow. And finally, it's the first things first bowl. Nick and Mahomes versus Broussard oh. and Russell Wilson. Oh, oh, oh boy. Really? Yeah. Well, it's your guy. I like Mahomes. I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, yeah. how are you feeling about the first things first bowl? Oh, man, I'm nervous. I mean, you, you know, the Broncos brought Russell Wilson to Denver to win these games. And, you know, who says he's not going to? I assume it's going to be Bruce Upset alert. You know what, Wilds? I'll leave it at this. He's due. Oh, oh, he's due. Well, you I never know. Bait. He's due. I could bait you into it. <laughs> Uh, we start in Cali with the L.A. Bakers, fresh off the plane and fresh into your heart. Baker drives 98 yards to win the game for the Rams. Here's McVay and Baker. Take a listen. To be able to come in here 10 minutes ago and help lead us to a victory. See you guys on Monday. Baker, Baker. Yeah! Let's go. <laughs> Goodness, your reaction. Well, I mean, I never doubted you, Baker. Oh, and it feels wait, so good. And you know what? what? I'm going to take a page out of Kevin Wilde's book <laughs> and Chris Broussard's book. What? Let me, wow. I, I think oh, those it's are time nice for some I'll tell you that. <laughs> have some shades. Nice. 98 yard celebratory drive. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, right oh, okay. What? What? Is this against the HIPAA rules or something? <laughs> I'm not sure. All I know is this, bro. Sam Darnold couldn't do that. I know that. I know it feels so good this morning to wake up. Me and Skip Bayless, the two people that never left Baker Mayfield's side. The two people that believed in him from the very beginning. I had to listen to this. Oh, they're better with P.J. Walker. Sam, he's got to compete with Sam Darnold. And did I waver for a moment? Did I have a moment where I questioned it? Maybe, I but I can't prove. Seven moments. I can't. No, 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 no. Right, right. Wilds. What happened to that? That's gone. No, hold on, Wilds. Yeah. Do you remember you me ever turning on him? I'll be hundred percent honest with you, bro. I have been on this show for three years. Yeah. I don't have every single sentence of the show memorized, mm-hmm. okay. but one thing I do know. Is he's Mr. Consistency. Exactly. And Mr. Consistency has believed in Baker Mayfield. The only time I picked against him publicly was when we went to Arrowhead to play my beloved Chiefs in a playoff game. Totally fair. And I'm going to add one other point. Let me take these shades off. (laughs) Quite nice shades, I might Really nice. Uh, Yeah, they're pretty cool. Those are nice. Uh, So let me me add this to the point. They fold. They fold. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Put them right away. Um, I had to listen to the fact that after Odell Beckham Jr.'s father reposted an Instagram video from a fan, that it was evidence of Baker's incompetence that not a single Brown came to his defense. So based based on that standard, I would like to present to you the entirety of postgame last night. 
Van Jefferson being asked on the field how they won and him saying, we got Baker Mayfield, that's how. The postgame locker room. The, the players around the league, across sports, seemingly happy and celebrating Baker Mayfield's moment. It is a moment like that, Brew, that can turn around a player's career. Wow. The longest drive to win a game in the final two minutes in NFL history. I will say it again. The longest game-winning drive in the final two minutes in NFL history, and Baker Mayfield orchestrated it. I'm excited to see what Sam Darnold does this weekend for the Panthers if he gets on the field. Okay, Wilds, do not go along with this. All right. And that was cute. It was brilliant. It was creative. You look like Kelly from the Bad News Bears. I don't know if you guys remember that. But that's what you looked like with your shades. Years ago. Way over there. That was the 70s. So maybe the audience doesn't remember. Years ago. Google it. All right. Kelly, Bad News Bears. But anyway. Anyway. Guy with sunglasses. Go ahead. Nick. What, buddy? I just remember yesterday. Uh-huh. All right, we you act like fake. We don't have people watching yeah. the show every day. I thought it would be unfair they, to put him in the game. Me and America. No, you didn't just say unfair. You said mm-hmm. your hero, mm-hmm. your champion yeah. should go to Sean McVay. Yep. I do. That Sean. does ring a bell. Yeah. Sean. No. <laughs> Look. If Wolford, I mean, if he can't go. All go. I get it. Which is what happened. But please, I beg of you, don't play me. That's what you were doing yesterday. And I now you got the audacity. I, even I, one of his biggest lifelong proponents, yeah. even I didn't think he could do what he did last night. Even I you, thought that. You sure but didn't. I'm just curious how, sure how this didn't. landed at your doorstep. Well, look, I, I'm going to say this. And, uh-huh. and as you know, I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. No. I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. No. But I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. But all I can do. Oh, man. I mean, good. seriously. That's good. If, if you are not a Raiders fan, remember, he went out there. We talked about it yesterday. He had no more than a 5% chance of being successful. 95% 95 that he would fail. To go out there with a 5% chance, and (laughs) if you're not a Raiders fan, and and you you were a bit choked up, right? That seems like No, I I, got to be – Nick, this dude – I mean, he 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 leads the Browns to the first playoff victory in 26 years. Mm-hmm. They reward him by going out and getting the guy to replace him. Oh, we we wouldn't even song. play for a whole year, essentially. That's right. All right? Then he goes to Carolina and gets benched. Yeah. Forget Sam Darnold. He was behind P.J. Walker, who yep. wasn't even drafted by the end. And I got to admit, it felt good. It was just heartwarming. And, and can I just what be we serious here for a moment? Yes. It. I'm not saying that it is def- definitively going to go down like this. But there is obviously talent that Baker Mayfield has. And he has. it's not just collegiate talent either. We have seen him over the course of an entire NFL season mm-hmm. play really well. That was lost somewhere along the way amongst coaching changes and franchise changes and injuries and all of that. It is on the board, Wilds, that last night was the fork in the road moment. That, yes. la- that if he had been claimed by the Texans and they had him play in a couple weeks, Absolutely. that Baker's career, that he is not even making any of these shows because he's not a relevant player anymore. But now not only is he at a glamour franchise with a glamour coach, but he got that moment, Wilds, which to me, I, we'll see how it plays out long term, but it is, 
it was a sh- shocking sports moment from a guy that you believe maybe it wasn't a fluke because of the pedigree. Yeah, I think it's first line of the resume right now for Baker. So let's talk about Baker's future. Uh, maybe it's in L.A. Maybe it's somewhere else. Maybe it's a starter. Maybe it's a backup. We're not quite sure. And Baker is embracing the uncertainty. Take a listen. To be honest with you, I'm just looking to be the best version of me possible. Learn and improve in the system, trying to take away from a great group of guys that have had a lot of success. Obviously, you know, the injuries, are, it's tough, but um, just trying to learn from everybody here, take in as much as I can and let the pieces fall where they may. I can't control the future. I know I have, you know, the next four games here, uh, trying to build on that and just be the best version of me and improve. All right. What does he happen? I see a problem. I see a problem. And and I wish I had seen this yesterday before the game because I would have went out strong. Not like you did with kind of, he might do awesome things. I don't know. Can he do awesome things? Why can't Brew just be happy for your correct? Well, no, you weren't. You let it hover out there. You didn't call it. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, I should have known. Baker Mayfield is at his best when everybody doubts him. When his back's against the wall and he's got nothing to lose and nobody expects a thing, right? He's a three-star recruit out of high school. He walks on at Texas Tech. He's great. He leaves and goes to Oklahoma, walk on. He's great. Wins a Heisman. Even though he was the number one pick, when he went to Cleveland, a lot of people doubted that pick. His own coach, Hugh Jackson, didn't believe in him. He's freaking backing up Tyrod Taylor. And he goes out there and has a great – breaks the record for rookie touchdowns, 27. The next year, God, we, we got us a quarterback. Eh? He's kind of down. Then the next year, he wins a playoff game when his coach isn't even there because of COVID. True. Yep. No one expects him to beat Pittsburgh. He goes out there. I don't even have a head coach, and I'm great. Expectations up again, plummets. Right. And that is – look, I'm not saying he can't fix that. But right now, he has problems playing with expectations. And you think last night by itself generated Last night, of course, no one, barring a 5% of Wilds, thought that he would do any, right? He had nothing to lose. It's like nobody expects a thing, and he's great. So I want to see him over these next four or five games, four games, what, and uh, see if he can play now because now expectations are up, right? They're going to expect him to play. I want to see him stay there. I want to see him go to McVay and say, you know what? I want to be your backup. So when you look at the list of Baker's coaches, head coaches, this and offensive coordinators, yeah, that is nuts. he hasn't been in the league for 20 years. <laughs> this is a wild turn of events. He just needs one guy. And watching that game last night when he's looking over to the sideline, Nick, I'm like, has Sean McVay installed an offense in 48 hours that works better than anyone in his entire Cleveland tenure was able to do? So I want to see him stay here. Prisoner of a moment, lock me up. I, I want to see Baker in L.A. Even if it means he's not the starter next season. Yeah, what do you want to go start for the yeah. Texans? Well, and so that's exactly no, that. right. So I agree, I agree yep. with you entirely, especially because, listen, I don't know how much longer Matt Stafford's going to play. And I, the, I, I don't want to be morbid here, but it is noteworthy. Matt Stafford's wife is totally healthy now, but had an incredibly scary health scare, if you remember. She had a benign brain tumor a few years ago. I think that is kind of level-setting about what your long-term life plans are. Then when you hear Stafford is dealing with a spinal cord potential issue, he has the ring. He has. I don't think he's, he's walking like away. He's 15 years? Right, exactly. Years? And so I think that 
Stafford, even if you expect him to play next season for mm-hmm. the Rams, you don't expect him to play the next five for the Rams, right? Fair. So I think that there is a great opportunity in Los Angeles to be a sponge under. The other thing Baker's never had in his career is a better quarterback than him in the room. It's true. And you know what I mean? So even a lot of the young quarterbacks yeah. that are successful are drafted. He, he, take Mahomes. I don't know if Alex Smith was ever better than him, but he had a competent long-term right. starter, mm-hmm. someone to learn from. He's never had that. He's never had a coach, I would argue, he can learn from like McVay. The only play, because I agree with you, you don't go to Houston where they're going to draft the quarterback number one overall as a bridge guy. Don't go to Indy right. where you're going to be competing with whomever they draft. There's one spot that I would say – I would expect them to make a phone call to Baker's agent this offseason because the rumors were they liked him in his draft and they're going to need a quarterback, and that's the Patriots. And I would imagine (laughs) – It was was pretty good for a little while. It was solid for a little while. I'm totally serious. solid for a little while. The Patriots, and if I'm Baker, I – Belichick, I understand, is defensive-minded coach, right. but I would that would be something I would consider. But I think the Rams, you know, as the as the quarterback you make after a good, Stafford. Good question. You? Quickly though, go. if he can go to a bad to mediocre team and start or no. have a great chance to start, you we would say saw stay that in Carolina. I agree. It didn't I would work. stay in. With I the Rams. Just, I would have said be a starter if you want to be a starter, but I said that last year. He went to Carolina and it did not work at all. And if you go to a bad team, you're usually going to be on that head coach carousel again. That's right. Because bad teams fire their coaches. The only weird part is we like that idea of like the Marcus Mariota and then start and Mitch Trubisky mm-hmm. sit behind Josh Allen and start. And they both lost their jobs. Right, because they're not any good. Right, you gotta you gotta keep it. Caveat. Yeah, I'm not sure about Baker. We'll okay. see. Oh, no, there we're not sure about Baker. He was great last night, minutes. great you know story, but we'll All see. All right, we're about the Raiders. Uh-oh. Okay. First team to blow four double-digit halftime leads in a season. Smart people had them going to the Super Bowl <laughs> with leads like this. Yeah. Person? You thought it was doable. Person? Yeah. So uh, where do they go from here, Nick? All right, first of all, if I may, vindication in full. For the committee. Facts. The entire NFL media all week, what was a bubbling middle of TV show story? Look out for the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders, a game out of the playoffs. Oh, the Raiders. And you know what the committee said? Eliminated once, eliminated forever, and now the Raiders are relegated to the dustbin of the season. Yeah, Listen, McDaniels has been a disaster. He has now blown more double-digit halftime leads (laughs) Then hold on. He is the, the numbers He's are bad. Wow. four of his yeah. thirteen games they've led by double digits at halftime and lost. That is the most in Raiders history. Art Shell coached there twice for a combined more than a hundred and some games. He has more than him. He has more than Gruden who coached there twice for more than a hundred and some games. It's a disaster. Here's the I would if I were the Raiders and I were being honest about trying to win the AFC West, I'd salt the earth. I'd trade Carr for a first and something. It's only a five million dollar cap hit, and I would start over. Or, or I would start over. To what? What Draft about a quarterback cutting? better than Mahomes? What? Like, there's no. What point. about cutting Carr? Well, I think you, I don't think you need to. It's think, only a five million dollar right, cap hit. You can you get, I think you can get a first round pick for Derek Carr. I think you, yes, because okay. Derek Carr is fine, but the new coach and Carr, they're not going to get they're, – they're seven steps away from being three steps away. Here, here's what I'll say. Look, McDaniels, we'll see how it ends in the next four games. He may have saved his job over this last month, right? I thought he should have been gone mm-hmm. a month ago. But if I'm them, I am moving on somehow, some way from Derek Carr. 
and I go sign Tom Brady as a free agent. Oh, my goodness. Because I think that's one thing that Devontae Adams would – like, he's going to be upset if they get rid of Derek Carr. They, they gave Carr that extension to match up with Devontae Adams' contract. But if you bring in Tom Brady, Brady, he'll be like, oh. Why is Brady okay. going there? Why is Brady want to Because you got Devontae – you got a gr- good receiving core, great receiver, and you got a gr- great running game. The defense can improve, but it could improve. It what actually the, can get better. Can I just very – ten seconds here. The three worst losses by any team in the league this year. The bronze medalist is blowing a 16-point lead to the clown show in, in Arizona. The Raiders did that. The silver medalist is losing to Jeff Saturday in his debut. The Raiders did that. And the gold medalist is last night blowing a 13-point lead with three and a half minutes left to a guy off the street 24 hours prior. Mm-hmm. That's – Maybe Brady feels like he obviously can work with Josh. Yeah, maybe. 100 yards of penalties don't count. Don't help. Uh, Josh Allen dreaming of a Super Bowl parade. Why? Because NFL quarterback. You still got the Raiders going to Super Bowl? Oh, I'm struggling. Okay. I'm on shaky ground. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. netsuite.com slash FTF. Well, in 10 minutes, it's upset alert. That is a picture of me. I don't know, because I usually shave every day. I had to go a long time for that photo shoot. Coming up in 10 minutes. But first, it's time for Afternoon Headlines. Sponsored by Ram Trucks. Built to serve. Well, this holiday season, children around the globe will be dreaming of sugar plums. Josh Allen told Pat McAfee he's dreaming of a Super Bowl parade. Here are the odds, Nick. Bills at number one. It's nice to see Josh, by the way, do some media. He doesn't do a lot of that. Well... Chiefs and Eagles died don't, at don't two. Hate, don't hate. Cowboys at three. Jeff Schwartz is here with us. Yes. Nick, are you okay with these odds? I mean, I'm fine with them. They're ridiculous and money losers and make no sense and they're indefensible. But okay. I mean, everyone, you spend your money how you want. Uh, what have the Bills done to earn the right to be the favorite? Uh, beat the Nothing. Chiefs. That's oh. it. No, that's it. That's correct. But they Cincinnati, pummeled Tennessee. Well, okay, that's that who, was who really nobody. Was that? Really I mean, that was before the, the the weather changed. That was an early, the, the last time the Bills looked overly impressive in a game. The last time the Bills looked like a Super Bowl forget favorite contender was against the Chiefs. That was on October sixteenth. I remember it because 
I missed my wife's birthday party to watch the game. Ooh. Still kind of paying for that one, but I will remember that day, a day that will live in infamy, <laughs> my friends. Uh, now, if you want to argue, well, they, they, they should have the best Super Bowl odds because they're the one seed, they're going to have the easiest path. So be it. But no one at this table believes they're going to stay the one seed. Brew couldn't all even get himself. All I know is they're the one seed. Right. That's right. all I know. Right okay. now, they're right the one now seed. Right now, they are. But this is a Super Bowl is a projection. And so we, if we are projecting, will they stay the one seed? Nobody thinks they're going undefeated against the rest of their schedule. Jets, Miami, Chicago, Cincinnati, New England. When that's what it's going to take to stay the one seed. So do I think the Bills are contenders? Of course, Brew. I would have them, though, behind nice. Kansas City. Cincinnati, Dallas, San Francisco, and Philly. I would have them sixth. And what all those teams have going for them is they haven't lost their best non-quarterback due to injury like the Bills have. And what all those teams have going for them is their quarterback is not constantly showing up on the injury report with an injury in his throwing arm. Those seem like critical things and things Super Bowl champions wouldn't want to deal with. He might be right. He might be right. Go ahead, Zach. I picked Buffalo to win the Super Bowl this season, before the season. But, so to your, but to your point, why are they ahead of the Bengals right now? Correct. Like, the Bengals and Chiefs play in the AFC Championship game. The Bengals won that game and went to the Super Bowl. The Bengals also put the Chiefs last weekend. Yeah. Buffalo made the division round last year, and they're a good football team. Don't get me wrong. But the Bengals and Chiefs right now, Buffalo has to go through them to get the Super Bowl still. And they haven't proven in the playoffs they can do that quite. Now, Buffalo plays Cincinnati, I believe, in, what, week 17. So we'll kind of get a better we'll picture of Buffalo in that moment. But Kansas City and, and, and Cincinnati have done it. I trust them to do it in the big moments. Buffalo's not quite there And that's there just yet. the AFC. Like the, what has Buffalo done to be favorites over well, Philly? Okay. Well, Dallas, okay. Dallas yeah. shouldn't be a favorite over them okay. right now was, either. But like, I, I'm okay with Philly being ahead of them. Buffalo is the top seed in the clearly superior. You keep saying that, but it, it, they're all 9-3 at the top. I'm just the, the odds are for right now. No, okay, they're the not. odds are no, for today. No, no the odds are for no, winning the they, Super Bowl. When whatever happens Sunday, they may change. I, right. But right at this moment, they are the number one seed in the Superior Conference. Uh-huh. Yes. It can't be Kansas City because they're one in five against their two rivals in the AFC in the last six games. It can't be Philadelphia or Miami because those pro playoff. Our quarterbacks are unproven in the playoffs. Why can't it be it Cincinnati? It can't be Cincinnati because in my book, they got four L's. Okay, okay so it's four the standings. L's. It Wait. can't. No, no. Four, there's a, four losses at this stage. Is Buffalo's got three. There's <laughs> a difference. There's a difference <laughs> between one, three. Yes, it certainly can't be more. Dallas. You, you said yeah. that. San Francisco's got Mr. Irrelevant at quarterback. It should be Buffalo. And another thing is this. They have a quarterback. Now, Kansas City does too. But Buffalo has a quarterback who gets better when the stakes rise. Look at these playoff numbers for Josh Allen. The passer rating is the best in NFL history. The TD to interception ratio, the best in NFL history. He had nine touchdowns, zero picks in two games last year. And it certainly wasn't his fault that they fell to the Chiefs. That, plus all the facts I just spewed before that, are why they so should be the number one So you think they're the team? best team in the league? Because you yeah. didn't – I have hold not on a Oh, that's not true. That is not <laughs> true. That I is, have been with Buffalo no, from day they've one been your this pick, year. But, yes. you, but you acknowledged a few weeks ago they didn't look oh, like – okay. Right. 
So they what have they done since then? What there? they did, escape against the Lions on Thanksgiving and beat a terrible Patriots team? They That's all they did. How Nick talking about good. escaping? What? That Kansas City escapes every Sunday, it seems. Okay, against the Titans? Uh, you're defending number one? Uh, yeah, also, expectation, also expectations are much different for the Chiefs heading in the season than Buffalo, right? Kansas City was sort of in a rebuild this season. Buffalo was supposed to go for the Super Bowl. Kansas City a rebuild? I think that's what it, people around the league thought. Yeah. About, they, they got rid of one of their best offensive weapons, have a bunch of new wide receivers, and their defense is playing yeah, four rookies. Yeah, but they were proven receivers. And those rookies, we expected some things proven from Proven receivers? I, I don't know. MVS? MVS? They, they're, starting, a, they're starting, what, four rookies on defense right now? Well, listen. How many teams? We the Bills are not competing <laughs> with the Chiefs. I the Bills are competing with the other teams that would like to be top-tier contenders. They beat that the Chiefs. That have proven nothing. So, they beat listen, them. Every time they meet in the regular season. Yes, in the regular season. That's not the point, though. I I would just like to know what other team that has played its best football in September that lost a critical player due to injury, has a banged-up quarterback who hasn't played well in six weeks, and has the toughest part of its schedule coming up, we'd be like, oh, yeah, they should be fine. Nobody, except for the Bills, who have earned it by losing to the Chiefs in the playoffs in a great game, as opposed to Cincinnati, who beat the Chiefs in the playoffs in a great game. It makes no sense. Good against the Patriots. It makes no sense. <laughs> uh, a Cardinals host America's team, the New England Patriots, Monday night. Arizona's D.C. Vance Joseph was asked about the Patriots' ambient-esque offense, and he dropped a few truth bombs about Matt Patricia. Take a listen. I see an offense that's uh, running the football well. You know, it's a very conservative pass game. You know, lots of screens, all kind of screens. Um, it's like a defensive guy's calling offense. You know, he's <laughs> it's how a defensive guy will call offensive plays, right? You know, let's 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 not turn the ball over. Let's let's get four yards of play and you know try to burn clock. And that's what they're doing. <laughs> I love it so much. He's just, he's just flaming them. <laughs> he's just, uh, uh, he's not wrong either. Uh, and he certainly he, is. He walked it back, too. I think he tried to say, oh, I, you know, yeah, I would do the same thing if I was in this situation. That's the problem, right? You have a defensive coordinator in that situation. Patriots are dead last in the NFL in the red zone okay. and 25th on third down. Those are coaching problems. Those are coaching problems. That's good. That's true. Not quarterback problems, what you're saying. Well, quarterback ain't great either. Okay. They, they go hand in hand. How right? did like, that land at your doorstep? It felt like a truth bomb. And it felt a little bit like mind games from Arizona. And I don't think that uh, Matt Patricia should take the bait because he's under a lot Ooh. of pressure right now. Pressure from the fans. Fans booing in Foxborough while Jay-Z and Robert Kraft sit there. And I'm sure Jay-Z's like, man, why are the fans booing? It's like, well, we, we have a, a defensive guy calling our plays. <laughs> pressure from the quarterback who cursed out Ooh. Matt Patricia, if we can show the video. Mac Jones upset at the... Was that a baby short emoji? Baby We didn't want swearing on the show. So he's saying, you know what, we should throw the ball a little bit longer. Stop doing the short <laughs> And here's the thing, Jeff. The week before, Mac Jones aired that thing out. 382 passing yards. He had two touchdowns. He's feeling can, good. Can I? And I understand. Hold on. My final point. People are be like, well, that's the Vikings. They have the worst pass defense in the league. Well, the Cardinals have the ninth worst. So, Matt Patricia, just take the same Vikings playbook when Mac Jones looks awesome. Let him air Here, that thing out. Here's where I think Vance Joseph is wrong, though. Oh, good. Oh. Because that defensive coordinator, cosplaying as an offensive coordinator, 
was not doing that in the two games Bailey Zappi was starting, or even the game where they both played and Zappi was throwing it downfield and Gillette and Gillette oh, right Ooh. and Gillette all of a sudden got excited and started throwing the ball downfield. Ooh. Does it not strike you as reasonable? That the reason they are running this offense is because even though they are running this conservative dink and dunk offense, Mac Jones still throws interceptions at nearly the highest rate of anyone in the league. Come on, he they, hasn't thrown the, interceptions. Well, I mean, he's thrown seven on the year and nine starts. But that was early the, on. Okay, so he hasn't he hasn't thrown them recently yeah. as they've dumbed it down even further. <laughs> well, you don't. The, we we do actually have evidence, Brew. That when Mac isn't out there, they are not as cautious of an offense. When they have a quarterback, they can trust a little more. Amazingly, it's a fourth-round rookie, Bailey Zappi. They do open it up somewhat. So, listen, I am not going to sit here and defend Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. However, I think that the the common denominator in the (coughs) Patriots' offense being conservative last year and this year is not the coordinator, it's the quarterback. I, it's just not I hear what it's you're not saying. True. I'm going to come a little bit to your defense, Wiles, because you. you're right in the way they treated Zappy and Jones. Like he was a but real quarterback. If that were the case, why not stick with Zappy? Pride of They're, the first round pick. No, it can't exactly. be. No, it is they had, they yes. had, and I know it was decades ago. They bench Drew right, Bledsoe. Zappy's not Tom Brady. Tom Br- but they, no, but, Tom but Brady. Uh, uh, Matt Jones isn't Drew Bledsoe. At that point, Drew Bledsoe was the first $100 million man. Like, you had every reason to stick with Bledsoe. They went with Brady. And I, I just think that if it were that pronounced, the difference, they'd be stuck with Zappy. They stick with Zach. You're going to air it out in Arizona. You know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like Kyler Flurry out there, but it's going to okay. be Mac Jones Flurry. <laughs> it will be, be, be airing it out all that's day. Great, that's Jeff, a great do you have any final line. comments you want to come along on Pat, the side of the Patriots? Pat's plus two are taking the, the, uh, the Yeah, and nice we're favored, everybody. Oh, the favorite. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, we're favored. So, you know, if you want to pick the Cardinals in the upset alert, you can. In the next segment, <laughs> where it's the hottest segment all of sports television upset alert. Next, first things first. Uh, guess what? It's America's hottest segment. If you've got a blanket on, if you're cozied up, take that thing off because you're going to start sweating through your couch. <laughs> it's upset alert time. Remember, these sometimes are outright wins. Sometimes they're upset alerts uh, where you can just you know, be on alert. Yeah. Quick, quick. I know it's brew hubs. I'm just telling a little quick thing to the audience. Jeff Schwartz here has come on and mocked our picks, brew. So I'm saying, Jeff... Just a little bit of respect for this side of the table. Oh, we've been hot. Wow. We we've been hot. Wow. I, I think you've won once. So I've been here. Wow. You've only been on twice. One for four. One for four. Go ahead, bro. Uh, Cincinnati, look, don't be alarmed. I'm talking to the city. Don't be alarmed. Oh, no. All right? I am not playing fast and loose with your feelings. Because I know Monday I came on and were, said, I believe. And you I did still all do. Day I still <laughs> am picking you, you, Bengals, to make the playoffs. Okay. Just, but this Sunday. I mean, you got to be kidding me. You will lose the state championship once again. You always lose the state championship. The Cleveland Browns, it's interesting. Because Joe Burrow and the Bengals own the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Own them. 
Guess who owns Joe Burrow? The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Burrow is 0-4 against the Browns. Been sacked 17 times. Kevin Stefanski, the Browns coach, 5-0 against the Bengals. They won eight of their last nine against the Bengals. I got Cleveland, and I expect Deshaun Watson to be better. He was horrible last week. No. Uh, to be expected. He'll no. be better. You're rejecting All right. it as an Okay. Option. You said who day? You were from Cincinnati. You said you were I born in Cincinnati. Think I don't even think that's true. Hold on. I, know, I was born here. <laughs> so I live there, though. Hold on. Can I make a request? Can I up the ante on upset alert? Sure. The winner of this, the loser of this game loses Broussard's heritage. Brew claims wait, he's wait, from wait, like wait, seven wait. cities. I, I this am. team, you can't be from everywhere. <laughs> I lived in Cincinnati. I lived in Cleveland. I you have lived in Louisiana. You lived in, in Syracuse. Yes, I did. You lived in everywhere. You, the loser, this game is for Broussard. Oh, it's like a ladder match I, with the belt I, hanging I, above I, it. I can't, I can't agree too much. to that. The stakes are too high. Let me think season. about it, but I, I don't like it. Okay. Okay. I like being able to claim different pockets. All right, Jeff, you've been hot. Go. By the way, I. I do like his picks. It's we're talking ah, about. Oh, that, that's a fight going. Ownage matters, I think. Like when you own a team, it, yeah. that, that works out well. That's Nick. I'm know. going with the Eagles as my upset alert here, on the road here in New York against the Giants. Wow. Couple Dusty. reasons why. Ooh. One is Ooh. I'm going to take a, I'm going to throw my kind of football card out here. There's there's emotional part of this game, right? The Eagles just play an emotional game where they beat the Titans. AJ Brown against Tennessee. That whole deal. They're going on the road to MetLife now. The Giants need this win badly, right? They're, they're fighting for their wild card stakes. They need this game badly. Jalen Hurts has lost two of his two games in his last 18 starts, both against the NFC East, the Giants, and also the Washington Football Team, the Washington sure. Commanders. Um, the Giants do a couple things that I think go well against Eagles. One, the Eagles rush the passer very well. Daniel Jones, seventh in the NFL in passer rating against pressure, like he handles it pretty well. They're very well coached. They don't make mistakes. And lastly, ten of their games this year are one score games. They're in every game. And if you're in every game, you have a chance to win that game. And I think the Eagles here have a little bit of a letdown. Mm. Giants are playing for their season. Saquon being out is a problem. I, I, yeah. That, that might be a problem, problem. But he hasn't been very good the last month. So they're able to, if they can withstand the early Eagles rush, the Eagles score early and fast, they have a chance to win this game in that life. Can I add something to that? Yeah. If he's right, I'm just on my pick. If he's right, the Eagles aren't going to win the NFC East. If they lose, the, because they, that will you be their Dallas second divisional be. loss. They, if Dallas beat them head, beats them head-to-head, then Dallas would have the tiebreaker to the divisional yeah. record. If the Eagles lose this game, they're going to be the best record five seed we've seen in a long, long time. Because you don't win the division, that's the best. The only thing do. I don't like is Saquon out. Well, I like, know, I like great. Great. He's, he's, he's questionable with a neck, and it seems like he woke up with, with like a sore neck because you know he was fine early in the week, and sometimes it happens, and you can probably work that out before Sunday. Well, if he can play, yeah. All right, it is time for the Puxatani Phil of football to make his upset alert. Jeff, thank you for joining us. Do you remember yes. why they call me the Puxatani Phil of football? Is it because I'm covered with fur and live in a log? Maybe. <laughs> no, <laughs> just a coincidence. It's because I can predict the future. Okay. Before I make my pick, a quick comment for the peanut gallery. What I'm about to pick is going to be met with ridicule. But does Jeff Bezos, the world's richest man, if he sees a $100 bill laying on the sidewalk, does he not pick it up? Or does he have to have, oh, it's got to be a $10,000 bill? When Tom Brady is an underdog, guess what? 
easy money. Oh. So for that reason, <laughs> Bucks over San Francisco in an wow. easy one. Easy. An easy what? one. Now, granted, wait, wait. I know I showed this graphic yesterday, and it looks a little bit <laughs> not great. <laughs> I understand. But luckily, Josh and I were grinding the all 22 uh, for years, almost a decade. Did we not, Josh? Brady's career record versus rookie QBs, 23 and 6, pretty good. Versus QBs making their first start, 7-0. And if Brady loses this game, this fundamentally changes the very fabric of the NFL universe. It's like a time machine. If you go back and mess with it, all sorts of things start going wrong. That's, if Brady loses, this means we are no longer in a quarterback league. We're in a coaches league where Kyle Shanahan, all of a sudden, can put anybody in and win. Brady proved it's a quarterback league when he went to Tampa Bay and won, and it wasn't about Belichick. So for that reason, Brady wins easy, easy W, easy W in San Francisco because he's playing the last pick of the draft, and he's the greatest quarterback of all time. That's why Easy victory. You want to chime does, in quick, Greg? does uh, Tampa have different offensive linemen playing Sunday? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I was grinding like, the all twenty-two so much yeah, I didn't in, look at the yeah, injury. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brady's gonna get battered all game. It's, quick, it's gonna be rough. Quick, quick, quick passes. Because that's what they do really well. In this quick curve. Quick curve. Okay. Two minute yeah. drill. Wilds <laughs> wants to run the no. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to run the no. I got you, buddy. You know what? I got something to tell you. What? I had San Francisco minus three and a half. As one of my picks. You change it? I'm audibling on the fly. Let's I, go. Let's see our producers Boom. are up to it. I, I trust the power of upset alert, buddy. Everybody. Time now for Nick's picks, which is good as upset yeah, alert has been. I don't know if you guys have been following uh, the last three weeks we've done Nick's picks, but that's eight, two, and two. That's how you pull an otherwise mediocre season. Oh, my God, three games above 500? Don't worry about that locks level. The locks haven't been great. Don't worry about it. We're fine. We will start with Jets plus 10 is our very first pick. Here's why I like the Jets plus 10. Mike White revenge game? Maybe. This is the game that they sent him to the bench last time. That's first of all. Second of all, no, Buffalo's going to be without their nose tackle. We know they're without Von Miller. They haven't beaten anyone by double digits in months except for the Patriots, and that doesn't count. Hey, Josh is going to throw one to Sauce. You can guarantee that. And, ooh, you know when you like getting points? When it's going to be an ugly game. Rainy day in Buffalo. Also a rainy day at East Rutherford. One of the reasons I like Jets, Jeff's mm. pick. But Jets plus 10. Not saying they're going to win outright. It's going to be hard to sweep the Buffalo Bills. Only a Titan like Tua Tungavailoa is going to be able to do that this year. But <laughs> the Jets keep it close. Jets plus 10. Next. Brew, I give you credit. Cleveland plus 6. Wow. Deshaun can't be worse than he well, was last week. Correct. So Deshaun will be better. On top of that, as Brew already mentioned, Burrow's never beaten Cleveland. And I think it's less about Joe Burrow and more about Kevin Stefanski's ownership of Zach Taylor Mm. and what he's able to do to Zach Taylor's offenses. And I do think it is a letdown spot for Cincinnati. It's very difficult in this league to win five in a row. That's what they've been trying to do in their last three. Emotional game against divisional rival Pittsburgh. Tough game against Tennessee. And then that great win against Kansas City. I think it's a letdown spot. Cleveland plus the six. And now my audible. My lock was going to be San Francisco, but I'm not going to have my lock go against the maven of the upset Thank alert. You. 
Chargers plus three and a half. This Ooh, is a shocking line. Wow. This is a shocking point spread. The Chargers getting three and a half when Miami has to go all the way across the country. Miami got exposed a bit last week. And on top of all that, with Tyree Kill with an odd injury potentially that he's dealing or an illness, pardon me, okay. that he's been dealing with. We'll see what Derwin James plays. I really need Derwin James to play. It's a must win for the Chargers. And this is the speak for yourself bowl. I mean, this is Herbert versus Burrow. There's a lot of take equity in the show right after ours built in on this game, and I love those folks, but, but I am going to go with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, Chargers, plus three and a half. Mike White. Love it. Uh, or I'm sorry, Mike Williams and yeah. Keenan Allen back. So there it is. There is my Chargers. Mm. There's my three picks of the week. Bad. Jets plus 10, Browns plus 10, and Chargers plus three perfect, and a half. Perfect, perfect weekend. And perfect upset alerts for everybody. I think six for six, to be honest with you. Actually, oh, wow. five for five because there's one duplicate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, coming up after the break, it's the first things first bowl. Broussard and Russell Wilson versus Nick and the Chiefs. Stay with us. First things first. Who green-lighted that? Uh, Metal's time. Not making the cut because it was actually a foul, and uh, I checked the bylaws of the medals. Shingoon's huge dunk here on Collins. I'm with Nick. Shouldn't have been called. No, the red needs that, to be disciplined. Oh, oh, Get it together. This is an oh, entertainment product, right, sir. Right. Absolutely. Ooh. Bronze medal. Love it. Someone who could have blocked that clean without having to say, I got charged into. Bam. 20 or 31, 10, and 4 Oof. in a win over the Kawhi Less Clippers, also just known as the regular Clippers. <laughs> uh, uh, Kawhi, another day off, buddy. No problem, pal. <laughs> Silver medal. Very Dame good. was the best player of the night last night. However, his team lost. So he is relegated to the silver. Dame with 40 and 12 in a one-point last Ooh. second loss to Jamal Murray and the Nuggets. Jamal, despite hitting the shot, however, not the best player in the game for the Nuggets. That was, of course, the Joker. Nikola Jokic, 33, MVP. 10, and 9. Ooh. This is the sixth game this year that it was either one point or one assist shy of a triple-double. So shout-out to the Joker. There it is. The a lot of medal. You're the giving the, I was going to say, you're giving the Joker a lot of love. I consider him one of the seven best players in basketball. I, I see think a he's C a great term. player. I simply don't think he should be a two-time MVP because those were terrible votes by terrible <laughs> voters like Chris Broussard. Stop. There's the medal stand hey, from Joe, last night. In the NBA. You deserve too far. Well, the tone of that was kind of mean. Hey, awesome. It's time for the first things first, Bull. On one side of the ledger, it's Chris Broussard and Russell Wilson with a combined record of three and nine. On the other side, I'm a Mahomes guy. No. Oh, don't. No, you're not. You're not from Kansas City. Yeah, you're not. Of all the places you're from, Kansas City's not one of them. And you are a dyed in the wool Russell Wilson truther. You said, let's ride a lot earlier in the show. Yes. I do like Russell Wilson. Did he or did he not, Wilds, mock me? For having the audacity to say that I thought the Broncos were going to finish a game under 500. Yeah, he we thought all I was, you guys all thought it was some hot I, take. I, I, I In fact, I think what Bruce said was that Nick's clearly scared. Yeah, we did. That I, you that. did. We apologize. So, for that. you can't always bring that up. No, he said I said we were sorry. And I did not accept the apology. Well, okay, I, I haven't seen tape on that. I'm I, curious, I, 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 Bruce. YouTube, what's a win for the Because I know a win for the Chiefs is win. You win to win. But for the Broncos, have the standards been lowered? Yeah, lowered is there the any scenario where you come here Monday other than a Broncos win and puff your chest out? <laughs> with sunglasses yeah. on? Oh, well, I won't go Broncos, okay? 
But I'm going to go Russell Wilson. There is a win. He's not going to win regularly, right? Regularly. Okay. What about – There's a win. <laughs> if, if they go out, it's a close game. Like, uh, within a touchdown, seven points, eight points. Seven but points I'm going to say this, 27-24, Kansas City. 24? Because you, you want the win. No, that, see, that's the thing. You want the win. If Russell Wilson throws three touchdowns, Jeff, triples which he hasn't done this year, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Three touchdowns to receivers or tight ends, not to running backs, right? <laughs> to receivers or tight oh, ends. And throws, I'm going to keep it low. 260 plus yards. That's not low. That's no. well above his season average. Yes. Right, but I'm just saying I'm not going 340 or 260 plus yards, no interceptions, three touchdowns, and they lose within a touchdown. Oh, this That's is pathetic. pathetic. So easily his best game of the season, basically. Yeah, it- yeah. I mean, I'm starting to look at that Seattle game like, man, he that was well. <laughs> no, that was by the but, way. But no, but that this is a win. Hold on, that, if he that's does, pathetic. hold on, Nick. If he does this, I can't come out here like no. a peacock on Sunday. No, stick my chest out on a wall. Really? No. Oh, they're no. supposed to lose. No, this is what I'm talking. He was paid that money. They traded those picks for one reason: to snap a 13-game losing streak to Kansas City. That, really? That one reason? I, no, I, that yes, wasn't it. It was 14. to win the division. Well, okay, my apologies. Yeah, 14. The 14 game losing. It was streak. to win the division. Which, 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 in order to do that, you have to beat Kansas City. <laughs> the last quarterback for the Broncos to beat the Chiefs is Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Okay? They are in a spot right now where there are no moral victories, and you uh, can't blame what? it on the coach anymore. Because the coach, they like as you mentioned, their best game was game one. That's the game you got the most prepped for. The problem has been the quarterback. The problem is, and I, I dug into it this afternoon because we know the low-scoring team in the league and Russ been terrible, but the actual specifics are unbelievable. Twice this season, they've scored more than one touchdown. One touchdown. Wilds offensive coordinates a flag football team yep. that has a very bad offensive coordinator. <laughs> and they oh, that's not true. You're proving my point. No, Nick. bro, I'm not proving. All that's left are moral victories no, for them. No, there's actual victories. Jeff, no, it doesn't quick, matter. Is there a chance, a chance, a snowball's chance, that the Broncos could actually pull this out? If their defense plays well, yes. But I don't think that's enough because the Broncos' offense can't score. Like, you know, it, 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 Chiefs can win this game. You know, 2013, pretty easy. It feel like a pretty easy 2013 win. I, I just think that the Broncos can't score no matter who they're playing against. And the Chiefs' defense need, needs a bounce back. They didn't play well last weekend. I think you're going to see a renewed effort from them to, to play better against a bad Broncos offense. Want a fire take before we go to. Uh, sure, but Brew wants to say something. I was going to ask Nick uh-huh. if you leave an entertain if Denver somehow wins this oh game. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. It won't even be about – if Denver somehow wins this game, yes. what in the world will you say Monday on this show? Well, I guess people have to tune, tune in, in to yeah. find out. Because you yeah, – definitely do that. Land, but not, because, you know, I mean, it won't matter on this happens, channel. It won't happen. It's probably they, not going to happen. Listen, I don't think so, but you're you really going to tell me Broncos, Russ can't – that's not a win for him. If the, 265, no, three touchdowns the and a close to three and ten, there is no scenario where it's a win. Lost. And as far as me entertaining Wilds, the idea that the Broncos are going to win the football game, Drew Locke 
couldn't beat the Chiefs. A poor man's Drew Locke certainly can't beat you the see, Chiefs. See, and wait, wait. see what? He always has to go too far. No, that's fair. The Broncos have won a, a poor Super Bowl man's Drew Locke? before they beat the Chiefs. Yes. Yeah, more it recently. It gets worse and worse. More recently. Worse yeah. and worse. <laughs> uh, defensive touchdown for the Broncos. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, hey, future things first. It's the future's favorite oh. newspaper. Oh. Brew, I think we're going to start with you here. The Monday morning headline will be what? Lions roar. Oh. Detroit proves that it's for real. What does for real mean? Like, it, it, they got a shot at the playoffs. What are they, five and seven? No, they don't. Really? Do you not? Are you not at here Wednesdays at 4 p.m.? They're eliminated. The committee oh, eliminated the, them. The, the, they, the Lions roar. There it is right solid. there, Nick. You will eat your words okay. next week. Okay. Lions will roar. I, I'm, I'm in on Dan Campbell. I'm going with pretty special. Niners beat the Bucks. Sorry, uh, your upset pick here. Oh, well, nice. Now, they're going to win in, Ooh, maybe in spite like of, of Brock Purdy, but they're going to win because their defensive line is going to dominate. And, and we often forget to look at those matchups, but the Bucks' offensive line is not going to be able to handle what, what the Niners can do defensively. It's going to be like a 9 to 6 game. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be nine not fun to, to watch. So you don't think Tom score. Brady can score 10 points on this defense? For no. real? Not of that offensive line. He oh, got, my God. Listen, their, offensive, not, their, their offensive line is going to – is the Niners can rush the passer, man. And the Bucks, their best offensive lineman healthy isn't playing well right now. My answer is easy. Seventh heaven. Because after Sunday's victory over the Broncos, we just yeah. talked about seven consecutive AFC West victories, which will tie for the most in NFL history without having multiple cheating scandals checkered throughout them. <laughs> See, so, and probably what, multiple Super Bowls. The, too. What, right. what do you mean? Ah, no, that's it. definitely not true. There's other teams who won the division seven times, only won one Super Bowl. Bru- Is Check that your true? Football Is reference, that true? It's absolutely Dusty, true. Dusty, get Check on your that. football Is reference, that? my friend. Go ahead. Uh, mine is the exact opposite of Jeff's. I'm going Groundhog Day. Tom Brady, surprise, surprise, beats Brock Purdy. And I understand that, like, we're basic. Even though we're we are diametrically opposed in our picks, yes. I think we're actually closer than you think. No. I just think that Tom Brady can get 10 points. If you're saying it's going to be like a 10-7 game, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, Tom Brady can get 10. And also, I know we discussed it earlier, run the two-minute drill all the time. <laughs> but, yeah, it's but like the idea like, minutes. well, okay, you know what? Run it half the time. Just start the game like, hey, Tom, bad news. This is a two-minute game. Like, oh, my goodness. Let's start playing well. Uh, coming up next, we've got more Baker on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. First things first. Well done, Baker. Welcome back to the show. Broussard, Los Angeles, has a new action hero. His name, Baker Mayfield. 98 yards. The game-winning pass. Tied, you know, game winning. Perfectly. Extra point. Beautiful stuff from Baker. Here's McVeigh and Baker after the game. To be able to come in here 10 minutes ago and help lead us to a victory. See you guys on Monday. Baker Mayfield. Amazing. Nick, yeah. you never wavered never. in your occasional belief in Baker Mayfield. I don't know what you mean by occasional. How, How do you feel today? Occasional, right? Oh, listen, a lot better than our partner Chris Broussard. It's a tough day for him. Listen, Brew has a lot of experience dealing with the disappointment 
of a team he thought was going to be great falling on its face. From his beloved Clippers to his beloved Nets to, I'm you know, my beloved how many, Astros. The beloved Astros. <laughs> and Warriors the, and Argentina the, the, the World Okay, Cup. so, well, well so, he, but Brew, this is the first time Brew has jumped the gun on writing a player off, only to have that player rise from the dead. Yes. To bite him. Where are you? And I am happy for Baker Mayfield. And if we are being honest and we are being fair, even those of us that thought he was worse than Sam Darnold and that he was, you know what I mean, just a guy who's just me and Skip Bayless out here defending Baker Mayfield, us and uh, I guess Oklahoma Sooners guys, but a lot of those folks jumped on the Kyler Murray train. How's that one working out for you? I got to tell you, he does seem to have, even in Carolina, when he played terribly, there was none of that chatter or whispers about the teammates not liking him. The stuff in Cleveland, what was thrown at him was, well, when Odell's dad was slandering him, why didn't his teammates have his back? Carolina, the teammates seemed to like him. Los Angeles, he just met these guys, Brew, and they're giving him headbutts. They're presenting him game balls. Van Jefferson, after the best moment of Van Jefferson's professional career, is asked what the difference was. And he said... We got Baker Mayfield. Glad he's here. And so, do I think this this was a fork in the road moment of his career? That if he had been, if he had stayed on the Panthers as a third stringer and not gotten on the field, or if the Texans had claimed him and he, he deals with that nonsense down there, that Baker Mayfield becomes an also ran? Maybe. Yeah. But do I think now in Los Angeles with this moment, with that coach, with the next month? To show what he can do, that Baker can have a shocking, all of a sudden turnaround for this act of his career, I do. Okay, okay. What? Look, I'm happy for Baker, too. All right, what we saw last night was fantastic. I was choked up a bit. Okay. I was. I mean, it was not. It was a great human story. I loved it. All right, even though I'm not like a huge Baker fan. No, you hate him. But I must shoot down the nonsense. You just spewed on national television. Jeff, you were here yesterday, 24 hours ago, when Nick looked you in the eye and said, Baker should beg, plead with Sean McVay <laughs> not to play. No, I didn't it say not to play. I said, if you, remember, if you remember, I said not to start. And did Baker no, start no, yesterday? No, no, no. Oh, I think I said no. that it would be very different if he comes off the bench. You did, did say that. Uh, did you he come said off the if bench? he comes I'm off sorry, the bench, I missed the people very... will give him a little slack. Um, and did he come but off the bench? But you didn't want him to play. That's number one. Number two. And tied it around the Raiders' throat. Number two, Sean McVay just said, we met this guy 10 minutes ago. Yeah. He hasn't even had a chance to get on their nerves. But I tell you, the way he bobbled up in the middle, I don't know. I don't know how long that's going to last. Oh, see? There we go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look, Nick, he hasn't had time to get on their nerves. All right? And I'm not saying he will. But I'm just saying that isn't the evidence. He was great. I'm just not ready to say this changes all. This changes everything. Because you don't think there were Jeff, teams around the Baker's league looking at great. that yesterday? They're like, well, if he's no, available, we'll I think give him the a teams, look. I think the teams are going to look at the next four games. That's what they're going to But look he got at. the next four games by playing that well. Well, he, yeah. and Van, quickly, Jeff, Van Jefferson, 
What? Of course, Baker must look like Tom freaking Brady compared to John <laughs> Wolford and 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 and, and Bryce, Bryce Perkins. Perkins. Bryce Perkins played. I, I mean, was. no, he wasn't good. I saw. I watched that game. No, they. That's why Van Jefferson's like uh, all in love with Baker now. And look, I want to see Baker play well for the next four. I'm just saying, I'm not ready to say he's going to be starting next year somewhere because he had a, a nice, incredible game. He might be starting in Los Angeles if McVay stays next year, right? I mean, if you look at their roster Over right now. Stafford? Stafford? You think Stafford's going to play next season? All the injuries he's had? He's like I think 40 it's years on old? the board that wow. he wasn't. But you sound I, pretty. I, I, I thought. Well, I knew that's been a well, whisper, but you feel more. I, I feel more. Especially if Baker plays decently down the stretch and McVay stays, obviously, right? There's rumors right. that he's not going to be there. Their, their offense coordinator today left for, for Kentucky again, so their OC is gone for the last month of the year. But I think last night showed how important coach he is, right? When you play with a competent coach who has proven over his career to get the most out of Jared Goff, the most out of Matt Stafford, and the most out of Baker Mayfield in 48 hours, what that can do to your career, right? Because often we see quarterbacks right. go to the wrong coach, stink, go somewhere else, and get better. Is Baker Mayfield going to ever be above average? Probably not. But in the right offense like that? this, well, above average, like 15th. I mean, that's, like, that's about right, right, for Baker if he's, if he's good. If he's good. About 15th, I right? Agree 18th, with I think that's a there. sober take. But Nick, oh, no, you don't Nick, agree Nick's with that. You think well, he's an average back but, but, again, coach, show coaching last night, right? I, just because Baker Mayfield had the long 98-yard drive with no, with no timeouts under two minutes doesn't make it any less hard what he did. It's pretty remarkable how that game ended. Right. The Raiders helped him, of course, the penalty, not going for a fourth down. Yeah. But what he did last night was supremely impressive for anyone that understands kind of the operation Agreed. of how that works. So, Jeff, I want to show you a graphic of all of Baker's head coaches and offensive yes. coordinators. <laughs> if you're a Baker apologist, you look at this list and you're like, you know what? No one can thrive yeah. with this amount of instability. Now, the other side of that coin is, I don't know if those coaches, no matter who they are, are telling Baker to constantly throw the ball, you know, into his own offensive lineman or having stuff tipped down. Maybe he just doesn't have the physical skills to be great. So which side of that argument are you on? His best year was with Stefanski, right, when, yeah. he, when, when he was healthy mm -hmm. and was in offense. But I think we all agree that the offense needs to suit him, right? He's not going to be in every sort of offense. If he's in an offense, and this is a McVay offense, a Shannon offense, that kind of gets the most out of quarterbacks. He's always done that. He's doing that now with, with Tua, obviously, right, with Brock Purdy, with Jimmy G. Like, it gets the most out of Cousins as well as in this offense. So is, so is Jared Goff at certain points this season. And – that's what it does for quarterbacks. It elevates quarterbacks. So can, can Baker, again, there's four weeks left for him to play, but can he reclaim his career in, in Los Angeles? Sure. But if he goes somewhere else next year, I don't think he'll play as well. I think he needs this sort of offense well, to be good. And, and I also think that it should be noted, and we can get back to like where Baker's going to go in a moment, but none of this happens if not for the best player that played for the Rams yesterday, a future first ballot Hall of Famer, on a team that had lost six in a row and seemingly was dead in the water, making the play of the game on defense. And I think this is one of the things, this Bobby Wagner play, it's third and one for the Raiders, they get a first down, the game is over. Bobby Wagner's won a Super Bowl, has been to another one. He is a, you know, a multi-time All-Pro. He signed with the Rams, tried to get another Super Bowl. It has gone terribly. It's week 13, Cup's not out there, Stafford's not out there, Donald's not out there, Jalen Ramsey at this point kind of out there in name only. And Bobby Wagner's out there in the 58th minute of that game, busting his ass, and that is what set up a, what could be a turning point in Baker Mayfield's yes, career. So we, and just the fact that he w didn't mail it in there, was just like, let's just end this thing, we're not going anywhere, that speaks to what makes Bobby Wagner who he is. So I just kind of want it, because I know everyone's talking about Baker this morning, but, Brew, before the year, 
you and Wilds both advocated that Baker take a step back, go back up a good quarterback, and then see if he can get a starting job elsewhere. I said, if you want to be a starter, be a starter. In Carolina, I was like, no, go be a starter there. That went terribly. Now, I think Jeff has an interesting point that maybe in Los Angeles he could, you know, theoretically back up Stafford but maybe take that job. But even if Stafford is coming back, I agree with your guys' original take from last offseason. I think it is better for Baker Mayfield to stay in L.A., even if it's to back up Stafford temporarily, than to go to Houston and be a bridge between them and between whoever they draft number one or go to Indy and be a bridge between whoever they draft. I do think that... If the Rams want him, wouldn't be for a lot of money, I would imagine, right. but that that makes a lot of sense for him to stay there. I totally agree. I, and we've seen it this year with Mitch Trubisky and, and Marcus Mariota. Now, they lost their positions. But if you're good enough, you'll get another shot. Like, I think – I would even say – and I think the Jets have a bright future. He probably would go to the Jets if he could. But I think for his career, he'd be better off learning with McVay – who, if, if McVay stays yeah. here in L.A., and backing up Stafford, at least for a while. Maybe Stafford won't finish the season or whatever. But I think being in that type of environment after all the turmoil and the upheaval he's had yeah. would be great for him, and then he can come back, go somewhere, and maybe have a legitimate chance of resurrecting his career as a starter. If Baker were smart, he'd go play in the offense that has worked in his career. He'd play in the Shanahan offense, wherever that is. Because that worked, right? It worked with Cleveland with Stefanski and obviously worked in one whole game now with McVay. But if it works the last month of the year, I'd be picky if I were him. I'd say, I'm going to go the offense that, that suits me. So you me. would be looking I've, to start I've, next year if you're him. I think he could start in the NFL. But, again, I wouldn't go like to the Panthers or like a team that's rebuilding or a team that the offense doesn't fit what you do. Like what, what, what Ben McAdoo does in Carolina is nothing like they do with, with the Shanahan offense. And so, to me, I would, if I was him, I'd be picking where I would go. Now, this is assuming he plays well. Because if he doesn't play well, he'll be a backup anywhere. But if he plays well down the stretch, then I would be picking and say, I'm going to go to the team that runs the offense I'm good at. And I, I think quickly that is the question. Like, Nick, you seem convinced that he's going to light it up these next four games. No, I'm not there. No, 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 no. I am convinced that his career just got resuscitated. And I am convinced that a guy who we have seen a lot of guys be great college players and never make it in the NFL. It's very rare to see a guy be a great college player, have two Excellent NFL seasons in their first three years. His first year, he had an excellent rookie season, set the rookie touchdown record. His third year, he was excellent. He took a Browns team and won a playoff game and had good numbers throughout the season. It wasn't just all the running game and the defense. He was a huge part of it. It's rare for that player, barring catastrophic injury, for it all of a sudden to just go. And seemingly, it had gone. Like, there was no defending his play in Carolina. It wasn't circumstance. It wasn't bad. He was one of the worst performers on one of the worst teams. But the fact that the moment he got in a new environment, with no experience of the playbook, no practices, that he was able – and those were high-level throws he was making, that that, that he was able to do that. To me, I think at the very least, Wilds, there are going to be teams that liked him coming out of college that are like – I mentioned it earlier, and fine, your Patriots with Mac Jones, but I'll use them as an example. The Patriots liked him coming out of college. A team like that that might want a quarterback that would say – 
Well, let's at least call his agent and see what his asking price is going right. to be. So, but the reason why he was put in such a great position was a little bit of his Rams teammates, a little bit of how poorly the Raiders played. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. A lot they, they did not play well. The Raiders are now the only team with, let me count them, one, two, three, four blown 13-point leads against the Cardinals, the Chiefs, oh, my goodness, the Prince, and the Rams. <laughs> so, Jeff. I know we are very, we're all happy on an emotional level for Baker. Yes. But what did you see the, the, the Raiders helping Baker out? The same old Raiders. That's what they always do, right? Yeah. There's undisciplined, knocking the ball to the quarterback's hand, getting a penalty. Like, like that's a penalty you can just easily avoid. Yep. Just don't do that. The clock is running. You can't knock the, the ball to the quarterback's hands. Like, that's not allowed. Just don't do it. Just, just don't yep. be dumb. Don't do it. Um, you know, the fourth and one at the end well, of the can game. I, can I push back yes. just on that specific yes. play? Because we're going to end up, like, talking about Josh McDaniels and maybe Josh McDaniels should, like, get fired. Is that Josh McDaniel's fault? Like I, a lack of discipline? I think, I think it's a it's a culture problem, right? He sets the culture. He's the head coach. Yep. Like like it, like in the end, that falls on him. Wilds, you watch the Patriots for Belichick's entire team. I know we don't. How do many that. how many times has your team done something? Like that? No, we don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. The Raiders so that's not happening. So, so it might be an ownership issue because the Raiders continually make mistakes like that. Um, I but, think. Can I say something real yes. quick before we get? And then you're going to say this is one of my bad takes. <laughs> I, that's fine. I truly believe it. I think, because you're right, it has been across regimes, across yes. coaches. I think guys get to the Raiders and put that uniform on and either consciously or subconsciously think, we play a little different style here. A little dirtier, a little faster and looser with the rules. That's, that's and that it's hard for a coach to change, to turn that ship. Because it feels like that's been the Raiders my entire life. Yes. Is that they're one of the most penalized teams. And, and so I honestly think it might be an element of Players get there and think it's more acceptable than necessarily if they go yes. somewhere else because it is. It has been. That's not. I, I'll criticize McDaniel's for a lot of things. The Raiders committing penalties is that has been for every Raiders coach of my lifetime. Yes. So I don't know if that can fall on him. But go ahead. Yeah, no, and I think that you know the fourth and one decision, like you just go for it. Like playing the ball. Oh, if they would have gone for it, this game. side of the table would have killed them. But no, no but like just you, you need one yard, right? Like get one yard with your running back, get it done. And also too, like Carr this season has been terrible with those leads. His numbers, he's completing like fifty percent of passes when they're throwing yeah. the ball with those leads. Like they, they're just not so, executing in those big moments. And you might have your coordinator back next year for the Patriots because Josh McDaniels, I don't think, think he, I don't think he's gonna make it this season. I, wow, see, I, they were, I they were a playoff team ago, last year and they got a better roster. I'm to, look, I am totally with you. I was so down. I'm still down on Josh McDaniels, but I was incredibly down a month ago. I wonder if they, those three wins. Now two they got them, a they finish. Were they were two I, overtime. I, I get it, but they they look dead in the water. And it looked like the players were done with him. We thought maybe there were rumblings. And then they seemed to start playing for him. I, I think we got to see. Look, if they fire him, because to me it's proven he's not good. All right? He's lost like 15 of his last 25 games or something. Or it's worse than he's 10 and 25 in his last 35 games. Because remember, he started 6-0 yeah. and 0 with Brett. All right, so I don't think he's a good coach. I think he's a great coordinator. Yeah. Not a good coach. Can I, but. It, it, I, I have a bunch to say, and I'll say it quickly. First of all, can the NFL media stop every year unwriting off a team that deserves to be written off? Well, last year I had to listen to, oh, be careful of the Colts. They're getting hot. <laughs> and some of us were like, no, I don't think they're that good, and they missed the playoffs. All week it's been, oh, 
Don't look now. The Raiders are charging. And it's like, am I the only person that has Sunday ticket? Yes, they're on a three-game <laughs> winning streak. Two of those wins were in overtime. None of them were overly impressive. It's like, oh, but if they win out, it's like, oh, okay, the team that started two and seven, Just yes. If they win they eight straight. they big leads. And they're like bumping into each other to lose the right, game. Right, but the, but the, the, the counter uh, point to that is their losses prior to last night have been so mortifying and self-created. You blew a 16-point fourth-quarter lead to Kyler and Cliff. That's how you started your year. The midway point of your year, you left an NFL Live analyst beat you, who <laughs> hasn't won since then. And now you let Baker Mayfield resuscitate his whole career with the longest game-winning drive in the final two minutes in the history of the NFL. That is not happenstance. And then Baker called that, him out. He's like, I was surprised they were playing. Yeah, it was like, oh, God. They, they were, right, right. Not all, all, the, all the Raiders had to do in that situation, it's 15 seconds left, is just let him catch a ball and bounce. The game's yep. over. All they had to do, and so they played press man coverage and let, like, it's, you can't, it's unacceptable. One more media point, then I'll move on. Okay? I'm a real media. I'm sorry. There's just a lot of the NFL takes this year have been askew. Here, here, uh, rule of thumb the AFC West is not in question until there is a coach quarterback combo in the division that's even above average except for the Kansas City Chiefs. All three teams in the AFC West other than the Chiefs are going to be changing their coaches. Two of them want to change their quarterback. So I'm just telling you, yeah, Herbert, Sean Payton, then it can happen. Until then, everybody stop with this, oh, the Chiefs should be worried. Worried about who? Let's see who Denver has. Who thought it? Let's see who thought it? Yeah, the Patriots of the West. People had them going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) You. Well, (laughs) (laughs) coming up next, we're talking about can Brock outplay the GOAT? My goodness, the answer is no. First things first. More He's coming playing Mahomes. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We are talking about the GOAT versus Mr. Irrelevant. Believe it or not, Broussard, Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, great patriot, by the way, is an underdog in San Francisco. And I'm the only one out here saying, you know what? I don't agree. I think he's going to win. Brew, who needs this win more? Because I know Brock was on the butt list yesterday. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because Brock was on the butt list deservedly. All right? He, he, there are a lot of expectations. Nick thinks he's going to lead him to the Super Bowl. No, that is – I do oh. not think that. Your who's, your, who's your pick in the I believe the Niners are going to be in this. You guys okay. think that the quarterback is always leading teams Well, okay, places. lead. That's let's not say, true. Let's say – I'll take out the, the word yeah, lead. That he, Brock but they Purdy are going gonna, to go to the yeah, Super Brock Purdy no, that he's Deliver just, them to the – No, be, be along for the ride. The same way Jimmy G was. Uh, no. A passenger on the train. Jimmy G was Had to pay for a ticket. I don't, I'm not even going to call for the graphics. I'm, I'm going to let Thanks. you slide I'm on glad because this is a Brock but Purdy. despite Purdy <laughs> being Brady's on the bud list, yeah. I feel like Brady needs this win more. I feel like Brady does oh, because, yes. again, he is, as you've said, he's the GOAT, which we all believe. And he's huh. facing a guy that's making his first start in the NFL. All right, so I think Purdy needs it because the expectations for the team are still high, but Brady needs it because we are all waiting to see, like, this team turn it around, right? We're we're expecting them to get ready, get in playoff Flip mode. the switch. We're waiting right. for the, the, and the flip the switch. and it hasn't flipped yet, No. okay? I want to see it flip 
from Tom Brady. And if he can do it against San Francisco, I told you, I would jump on your bandwagon and think, okay, Tampa has a shot in the NFC playoffs if they win this game. Nobody can remember anything these days. I feel like an old man yelling at a cloud. Oh, here we go. The year the Bucs won the Super Bowl. They were not much better than this through the first no, 12 weeks. They, they were 7 and 5. Bad. They were 7 and 5. Yeah. But this they, team they is 6 this and bad. 6. And then they got hot. But they were able thanks to score to a, some points. Yeah, I mean, and they, they can't score points. I right? understand that. I, what I am saying is from a, the when they won the Super Bowl, they were a middling team. And then they got a soft end of season schedule. And then Brady worked his magic where it's like, who do I want to play in the first round of the playoffs? Give me uh, Tyler Taylor, the, the Heineke kid. And all of a sudden, he's playing them. He played and well. then all of a sudden, it's like, um, who, who, who would be next perfect to me? The only quarterback who's almost my age and have him melt during the playoff game, Drew Brees. And all of a sudden, he's there too. It's like, to get to the Super Bowl, who would I like? And, and then all of a sudden, they're there, right? For the, pay, for the Bucks this year, they do not need this game. No one expects them to win this game. They don't need this game. They don't need next what week's game either. What would this do for them? If they win this game, think about what it would do for them mentally. Uh, mentally, they already believe they can win the Super Bowl because they have Tom Brady. You think, do, you think that? I think Brady feels that way. I don't, I don't know, know if Brady feels that way. Brady is sitting at 6-6. Six and six. He's got a worse record than the Commanders. That offense, as much as everybody in front of the camera and behind the scenes, to be totally honest with you, makes fun of the Patriots' offense. The Patriots' offense has scored 30 more points than the Bucs. Brady knows this. Brady looks around and he says, man, we really can't get it done, except for the last two minutes when I take control of the offense, and that's dart, 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 touchdown. So he needs this badly. He's 7-0 against quarterbacks making the first start. If he looks across the field and sees Brock Purdy, Beat him? But that, that's not who he would see beat him. He would see Nicky Posa and Eric Armstead and Fred Wagner uh, beat him. And guess what? Those guys are supposed to but beat him. Score, how many points do the Bucks need to score to win this game? 21? Oh, they can't get to 21 against this defense. I don't, I don't think if they got but, to 21, it'd be shy. He's lost to Jacoby Brissett. Yes. In overtime. Kenny Pickett. Yes. And, and Trubisky. I mean, Pickett came in later, but Trubisky started the game. But Kenny Pickett played. All right. And P.J. Walker. That's what we, So, uh, Guys, say what you want about Brock Purdy. Can, probably can I give PJ the Walker. counterpoint to this? Because nobody's sure. arguing that Brock needs it more except for me, and I haven't even made the point. The reason I think Brock and the Niners need it more is it will be validation that they're fine. Last week's game was great for them in that, they, Jimmy G went out, they didn't miss a beat, but I also feel like there is the element of, okay, well, you know, Miami was not preparing for Brock Purdy. I know right. that sounds silly, but there is the, like, similar, Justin Herbert ended up being, I believe, a great player. I know some people disagree with that, but that game you watched with me a few years ago when the Chiefs were ready for Tyrod Taylor, and then all of a sudden he gets stabbed in the chest, and so Herbert comes in, and it did throw him off. Even though yeah. it was his rookie's first start, threw him off as a different player. If, the, if Brock Purdy comes out this week and the Bucks defense, which is good, makes him look bad, I think for the Niners, that is a confidence, I don't want to say shattering, but it is a concerning moment for them. Because while they can get by and have proven it with just mediocre quarterback yeah. play, they can't survive, no team can, horrific quarterback play. And that's when Brew talks about 9-29, and 29, that's what C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins and Brian Hoyer gave him was terrible quarterback play. 
Right now they believe, okay, we're going to be okay. But if Purdy goes out there yeah. and has three picks, then I well, you think be, if the Bucks defense is supposed to be good enough mm-hmm. to get them to have some, have some playoff success, I won't say the Super Bowl, yeah. then they need to be able to shut down a guy making his first start. You have but, to. Yeah, but or Brady's going to be like, come on, guys. It's Mr. Irrelevant but it's, there. But it's Brady, the other Can you guys. not confuse? I, I know. You're going to do this to Christian McCaffrey, and then he's going to do some moves. Yeah. I get it. Can you scheme that up, please, <laughs> to stop that, Dusty? I, oh, here comes Debo on a little sweep. I've seen it 50 times. Yeah. Can you stop it's, that? It's hard like that. to stop. It's not that hard. The problem also is on the other side of the ball. The defense, and I get it. He's the GOAT. Everybody respects him. But they're going to also be saying, can you score a few points? I remember, yeah, yeah, it was great for the last three minutes a week ago. But for the first 57, they put up three They're points. 27th in the league in points, 17th in yards. Right. Last but, in rushing, last in right. yards per And where's San Francisco on and, that wonderful well, they're, graphic they're you showed us? They're, 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 right. they're number one in everything. defense and everything, everything, which is why San Francisco is going to win. But I, it seems like that there is a you, – that you guys feel – that there is a conflict between my belief that the Bucks are not going to be able to move the ball at all in this game and my belief that they are a scary playoff team. And I guess that is founded in the fact that while over the course of a season, I think there are a lot of things that lead to winning football games. When the playoffs start, my checklist of what I would want more than anything is quarterback I absolutely trust. That's check number one. They've got okay. it. A defense that I can lean on if the offense doesn't have it. That's check number two. The third thing would be a coach I really love. The Bucks don't have that. I don't, I don't love Todd Bowles. And the fourth thing would be if it's close late or at the end of the half, well, I like am I going to be in a good spot? And so the Bucks, to me, that's why, and again, I, I could be proven wrong. This is just my lifetime of watching football. It's why, in a lot of weird ways, I have a different sense of once the playoffs start, the Bucks versus the Eagles. Even though the Eagles look like far and away the best team in football. But it's like, do I trust their quarterback? Not, not yet. No, I don't. Do I trust their defense? Yes. Do I trust their coach? Nah, I don't know. Do I trust them in late, tight spots? Well, they've been blowing so many people out, they haven't had to deal with a lot of that. And so Tampa checks a lot of my playoff boxes that they are not checking in the regular season, and that's one of the reasons I can believe in them, even if I think they're going to get worked this weekend. With respect to upset alert, which okay. I have immense respect for. Okay, well, thank you. That was yeah. a nice little save at the end. Tom. Yeah, I mean, upset alert, you did pick them for upset alert. And 14, I gotta... 14 10, I'm taking. 14 10. 14 14 10. Two touchdowns for the great quarterback of all time. That's a good pick. Even though we gaveled Save this. Space. Well, now there's news. No, there's not. He was on the best sports simulcast there is. Oh, give me a break. Oh, wait, give me a break. He was. I mean, come on. I mean, he spoke himself. Odell saying, I feel like uh, Saquon and I didn't get a chance to do what we were supposed to do. He said this on the shop that plays during Thursday Night Football. Here's a catch from 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like I'm sorry. I'm just, I like Odell. I'm rooting for Odell. But I'm just... I'm checking myself out of the Odell free agency charade. That's why we gaveled it and said we weren't talking about it any longer. And then next thing you know, in the morning, Nick Wright said, 
Back to Odell stories. So <laughs> okay, I said, fine, well, I'm not going to That's a lot of enthusiasm. America, I want you to realize this real quick before you go, Brew. We're, we're going a little long today because of other uh, network obligations. Yeah. And this is Bonus what Wilds turns into Bonus. the moment it's 4.30. I mean, he's all, he's boom, boom, smiling, he's juggling and stuff. He's not playing this year. And then it's 4.37 and he's, he's got, like, he, The Cowboys said, like, we're not giving him a contract. He's like, you know, the Giants, I've always wanted. Like, no, you don't. I'm done with it. No, I, look. O- OBJ, I-, I agree with you. He is not playing this year. And what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you yeah, said it earlier, too. You had that, you've had that take for a while. Oh, my God. Kind of a joint take. <laughs> kind of a joint take. No, Nick, I give you credit, Nick. You, you have said. It never made sense. That he is not playing this year. I don't blame him one iota. For going out here and trying to drum up interest. Because that's all he's doing. Where it could be the Giants. It could be any team that's going to pay him. And as much as I think Odell Beckham Jr. has been a great player when healthy, Hall of Fame career would have been if he had been able to stay healthy. But there is no way, if I am running a football team, that I'm paying him to play next year which is what he wants, and I don't blame him. He's looking at it like, man, where is my last and big payday coming from? But there is no way I'm paying him. What OBJ should do now is just go work out. Yeah. Well, Get yourself he, ready well, that's the thing. and then start working out for teams and, in a few months yes. and show yourself that you can still play, and he'll get signed next And week. our friend, Coach Mangini, who'll be back with us in a couple weeks, he texts me today. And it kind of, it was nice, but it was a little accusatory. Okay. He was like, I knew you had inside info on Odell when oh. you said he wasn't going to play. I was like, no, I didn't. He was like, okay. And I was like, honestly, I have not talked to Odell at all this football season. But I said three weeks ago he wasn't going to play. And you know how I sussed that out? I've seen videos of Odell Beckham Jr. commenting Thursday Night Football. Yeah. I've seen videos of Odell Beckham Jr. basketball games. I've yep. seen video of Odell Beckham Jr. doing anything and everything. You know what I have not seen? Him <laughs> on a football field. I, I see more videos of Terrell Owens running <laughs> right. the football field recently. That's exactly right. And I was like, you know what? Odell's not exactly what we'd call camera shy. Right. And my guess is if he was working out, There'd be video of it. When this show launched, you know who got video of Odell working out? This guy in a gym in L.A. Just him and Chris Carter hey, grabbing weights and dropping them. You know why? Because Odell, if he's working out, likes people to film it. He's a pretty good athlete, looks pretty good with his shirt off. It's like, yeah, put this on camera, put it on your TV show. He, we've never seen him. The last time we saw him run was in the Super Bowl. And so do I think that he is going to be able to help a football team this year? No. Which is why, to get back to the Giants thing, they are, to me, a much more attractive option at the beginning of next season than they are right now. Odell, to help you try to sneak into the playoffs to get your teeth kicked in in round one, not that interested. But Odell, with a full offseason, maybe with a new quarterback, we'll see what they do at the quarterback position. Or maybe if Daniel Jones gets through the whole year and has limited the turnovers the way he has and they get other guys back healthier, if they end up keeping Saquon, that's interesting. What about the Cowboys at the beginning of next year? I like that. See, I don't think the Cowboys – it always felt to me like a fourth car. Like, really? 
Like, I understand if you can afford it, do it, but why? Like, there, there's got to be other better ways to spend that money. The Cowboys' issue is not receiving options. They have a good one, not a great one. Ooh. I think CD's yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. I think Gallup is a good two. And I think Brown is a very good three. Like, I think they have all those guys slotted just about right. Like, I would feel the same way about the Bengals. Like, could he help them? I, I guess, you know but they don't need it. You know what's floating out there? Oh, back to the Rams a little bit. A nice little Baker Odell. Oh. <laughs> By floating it, are you floating it? Well, I'm not I so- feel like you just made that up. I'm shooting. Well, yeah, that it's down. an idea. I'm, I'm not claiming I'm down. reporting it. Well, you I'm said saying, it's floating I'm out. I'm shooting there. that down. I'm floating it. Okay, there I we go. am floating <laughs> it. Okay, all right. I like He's that. supposedly, you know, they, they oh, we're keeping his locker. locker. Yeah. And Baker had to go no. take his yeah. locker. Baker took his locker. But that's a W for Baker. He didn't really take his lock. I'm saying Baker is there. <laughs> no, but I mean, see, they love Baker. According to Nick, they love Baker. What do you mean, according LA? to me? According to the video. It, it was 10. They've known him 10 minutes, according to McVay. Okay. okay. <laughs> Coming up next, Why we're talking about upset alert. Allen or Mahomes be on upset alert? Hmm. Oh. I got to believe in the Jets. Welcome back to a special extended version of First Things First. We're talking about two great games with big spreads. Yeah. First up, Jets at Bills. Spreads 10. Josh Allen hosting Mike White. Then at 4 o'clock, oh, Patrick Mahomes heads to Denver to face Broussard's Broncos. Yep. Now, your old buddy Kevin Wilds thinks the Bills are going to roll and thinks the Chiefs are probably going to roll too. But... Bruce should go first because two of his favorite quarterbacks are involved in this question. Okay, Ross well, thank and you Josh for Bruce. And so I show. So I, if I just have Mahomes. just for the record. Yeah, I'm the first guy to call Patrick Mahomes Jordan. I called him LeBron. I'm the first. compliment. <laughs> I'm the first one to say. Goat potential. Okay. Goat potential. I think I might be. I think I said it before, Nick. Okay. And according to, I mean, Sports Illustrated, the magazine of record. True. I have gone out there and said he is the best quarterback we've ever seen play the position. Somehow, he's worse than Josh Allen. It's a weird thing. You know, Brady didn't win MVP every year. Uh Okay. Um, So, who would this loss be worse for? That's the question. I'm not going to sit here and act like if the Bills lose to the Jets, it's no big deal. I'll act like that on Monday, but not right now. No, I'm just like, no, I will not. That'll be a big loss, right? They lost to the Jets before. They they will have been swept by the Jets. They will have lost the number one seed. Sounds like you might get this right. It, it, would, it would hurt a bit. But make no mistake, America, if the Kansas City Chiefs lose – to the Denver Broncos, Nick, it's devastating. It is, at, yeah, it's devastating. And I, I won't write the Chiefs completely off because I still believe in Mahomes. But if you go out there and lose to Denver, which is horrible. They beat Jimmy G. 11 to 10. He ran out of the back of the end. No, 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 no. That was all defense. Right. And Patrick Mahomes, I've never, I've never, even though they share a graphic, I've never compared Jimmy G Uh and said he's Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Nick, even you would have to admit, if the Chiefs lose, because we've said it, they have not been impressive in many games. You keep saying it. There's a lie. They were impressive against San Francisco. Were they impressive against Buffalo? Were they they impressive against Tennessee? Which right, had Malik Willis starting yeah, that quarter. Really? Tough. That Dual was impressive. Quarterback. Yeah, tough win. A rookie QB yeah. who tough threw it like 10 times. Team. Tough win. 
Now, were teams. they impressive against the Chargers? You just, yes. Nah, when they swept I, them? I, I, yeah. yeah but, and but a double-digit comeback? Close, yes. The first game they were outplayed by. Okay. All right. It, I, I'm just saying that the Chiefs have not looked like a juggernaut except in small doses this year. The Bills have and not they looked like a juggernaut since the early Since October. they beat Kansas City? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Since they rolled over Tennessee? That was the yeah. second week all of right. the year. It's all this since they beat Baltimore when they were playing well. Baltimore played its best football at the beginning of the, of the season. Year. They beat them. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so you're and so is- I'm the Chiefs cannot lose to the Denver Broncos. Okay. With Russ so here, struggling this is, as he This is. is such an easy question, and mm-hmm. I'm shocked. I thought you were going to get it right. So, on one hand, you have a team that has struggled for seven weeks, that is one and two in the division, and is at home playing a team they very well might have to play again in the playoffs. On the other hand, you have a team that has won five of six, that is on the road against a desperate, underachieving team. Either loss would be bad, but Patrick Mahomes is undefeated in his career on the road in the division. Do we think he's going to go undefeated for his career? No. At some point, one of those teams will get him. The Broncos, because of their defense, even with Drew Locke at their cor- as quarterback, have actually played the Chiefs relatively close. They've just always lost. The Chiefs also don't have to worry about seeing this team again. The Bills last looked good when they won their Super Bowl. The only Super Bowl in franchise history and the second straight one they've won. Their regular season game against Kansas City. Since then, they played one half against Green Bay, and then they played terribly against these Jets, and then they gave a game away against the Vikings, and they escaped against the Browns, and really escaped against the when Lions. When they win close, and they then, escape. No. When the Chiefs the, hold win on. close, they no, come I, back I do rally. think there is a <laughs> distinction. I do, think there, I do believe there is a distinction between close wins against good teams and close wins against bad teams. If when the Chiefs had played the Texans, they had fought and clawed for a three-point victory. Instead, they beat them by 16 points. If when the Chiefs had played, or I'm sorry, the, the Rams, they played the Texans coming up. When they had played the Rams, they beat them by 16 points. If the Bills lose to the Jets, we all have to get up here. Well, not me, because I've been right. But everyone else has to get up here and say they've overstated what the Bills are. If you get swept by a divisional rival, if you fall to one and three in your own division, if you are at 500 since playing the Chiefs and Von Miller's not there and Josh Allen's still banged up and it's a team you might play in round one of the playoffs, that's a problem, especially because it's at home. Road divisional games are the toughest games on your schedule. They're supposed to be. And I'll add one more thing. For the Broncos, Wilds, it's the season from hell. The only saving grace they could have is if they, if they get the Chiefs at least once and snap that streak. Well, this is their best chance because this is the one in Denver. So it's not even a question. A Bills loss to the Jets makes you question who they are as a contender. If the Chiefs lose to the Broncos, you're like, that's stupid. I don't think anyone's going to come on here and say we the allow- Chiefs can't make it to we the We allowed Bowl. them. We did that when they lost to the Colts. Everybody- we said, uh no big deal. They lose a second game like that to a team that's even worse than the Colts. I'm just saying, when you said it at the beginning of the, of the, of the show, a lot of people thought this was, which sounds crazy to me, a rebuild for the Chiefs. No, I did not say you that. You didn't, and Jeff I didn't. But okay. some people thought that. If they lose this game, you don't think some people will think, wow, 
The Chiefs really, because early on. I mean, they'll it, still be tied for the best record in the AFC, which the Bills would be as well, actually, if they yeah, both were to Yeah, so. Go ahead, Wiles. Uh, Wiles, settle this. Uh, well, unfortunately. He hates agreeing with me, but I make such compelling arguments, he has no Here's choice. the problem. I'm scared of both teams. And although you want to say that the Bills haven't played well, they did go into Foxborough and sort of manhandle the, at the time, 6-5 and five Patriots. Led by the GOAT coach. Yes. Led by, yes. Impressive. We've fallen on a little bit of tough times. That being said, Broussard, I'm still scared. I'm more scared of Mahomes. Of course. I just, I just, well, Mahomes just is more, the best quarterback in the I'm league. just more scared of Mahomes. So if, if one team has to lose, who would it be bad for? It would be worse for Josh No, Jones. but I guess, the, hold on. The, you, you just hate take, the Jets. Take you the, just scare factor, take the, the scare factor out of it. And, in fact, let's take the Chiefs out of it. Okay. Let's just talk about the Bills for a moment. That would be big. Would a Bills loss at home to the Jets, getting swept by them, having once again it would now be two months since they looked like the fair Vegas favorite that they were, and it would show you that maybe some of the impact of losing their best player or their best non-quarterback, since I don't want to argue that, to injury, would that not be a reason to sound some alarm bells? Yes. But I'm going to turn it around on you. Would not Kansas City losing to Denver, which looks atrocious, can't score a point, just lost to Tyler Huntley. What did, what did he score, 10 points? 10 points. That wouldn't sound alarm bells for you? I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you guys, I don't hear alarm bells when it comes to the Chiefs. Um, there I, we go. I, I, it's, you know what? When, there we when, go. When you host four straight AFC championship games, when you have the best coach in the league and the best quarterback in the league and you have a winning pedigree, then I think it is hard it then it, it, it is hard to actually be concerned barring injury. I'll tell, I'll tell you the one game this year that sounded some alarm bells, the Bengals game. Because that's a team they, they might have to play again. That's a team that the Chiefs were up for. And it's a team that has the Chiefs have never beaten. That one is concerning. Sunday's game is concerning. Now, the fact that it was the Chiefs had opportunities to win, they made some mistakes, you take some solace in. It's not like they got blown out. But that one's concerning. Just like if the Jets, who are the Bills' divisional rival, beats them twice, when last year Bills team, which was not good enough to make a conference title game, that Bills team played this Jets quarterback and sent him back to the pine, forced him into four turnovers, and it was one of the Bills get right Jets games. Are a good team. That would be that that would be serious cause for concern. I'm more interested in that if the Bills defense can end the Mike White era. We're going to see Zach Wilson. No, I think Mike Maybe. White's going to uh, coming up next. First things first, more Baker talk. It's Baker. Game-winning drive causes a QB controversy. Maybe he starts. Right. Well, this is a 24-hour show, by the way. We're going until we're going until Saturday morning. Welcome back to the show. We're talking about Baker Mayfield and his beautiful drive. Some say it won the game. Some say this saved his career. Here's McVeigh and Baker in the locker room post-game. To be able to come in here 10 minutes ago and help lead us to a victory. See you guys on Monday, Baker Mayfield. It's pretty awesome. It's One of pretty the highlights great. of his career. Where do we go from here with Baker? 
Well, listen, they already announced him as, or Schefter tweeted, like, right when the game ended, that he's starting against the Packers. So, Yeah, so he's going to start the rest of the way. And to me, this teams are going to want to believe in Baker because he does have a pedigree. And this is, you see this in the NBA way more than football, but where a guy, if he's a top five pick, he's got to be really, really bad for three different teams before his career's over. He will keep getting chances with Anthony Bennett is, you know, the, the, the rare exception. But Baker, it's more than a guy who just has the pedigree. He also has pelts on the wall in the NFL. And then he had a year from hell, his last year in Cleveland, that one could chalk up due to injury. Yep. And that's why, at first, this Carolina season was so damaging for him. Because it's not due to injury. New environment, new everything, and you were terrible. What helps him immensely is that the Panthers have now tried Darnold and Walker and Darnold and Walker. They've both been terrible. And he now goes to the Rams and immediately looks pretty good again. Which will make people think, okay, the problem in Carolina was Carolina. The problem the last year in Cleveland was the injuries. Why can't he be the guy that he was year one and year three? What was the problem in year two? Have you met Freddie Kitchens? You can at least tell yourself that story. And because of that, I think Baker will, if he wants Brew, have an opportunity to go compete for a starting job next year. I don't know if that's the best path for him. I would... It, there are a few places. If the Patriots wanted to bring me in, I would do it. And I, I, I'm not trying to take shots at Wild Tears. I know he loves Mac Jones. But if they wanted to bring him in to get, work under Belichick and whomever their new offensive coordinator is going to be, you know, well, maybe Josh McDaniels. We'll see. I would be interested in that. But I wouldn't be interested in going to Houston. I wouldn't be interested in going to Indy. I wouldn't be interested in making the same mistake I made in Carolina. What about the Jets or the Giants? So you guys know I'm not big on. I think New York media and the, the you know the the grinding of that is a little overrated, but it's not entirely overrated. Thank you. You can't. And I don't think that would be a good spot for him. No, I think being is he better than Daniel Jones? I mean, it's a I, great moment. Well, the Jets better than the Giants though. Okay. The the Jets as far as but I think I don't think Baker's a great player, and I think that All right, so being in a place there? like the Rams where. People you, like football, but aren't it, you know what I mean? I think it's a good fit with a good coach. All right, so I'll ask you: if he, if he, no one on the table thinks he's an elite quarterback, a great player, and if the goal is to win the Super Bowl, do you think you can win the Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield? No, I, I'm glad so you where, brought where it. Where are we? I mean, look, with the right team, if he had tons of stuff right, around him, years from now after he matures. Maybe. All right, or San Francisco quarter. immediately. No, I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to bring up the Jimmy G. I'm not going to compare him to Jimmy G. All right. But I will say this. I, Nick, and, and we all know he was great. We've applauded him. Oh, We've given we him his flowers. Drew's he given him two hours and two minutes, night. and now no, he's going to rip the But, guy. Nick, I, I think you're making way too much out of this one game. Of the longest game-winning drive in NFL history? Yeah, yeah honestly. NFL football I mean, for 100 years? Who, who's did, wasn't Cooper Rush? Didn't he set a bunch of records, like you know, things that hadn't been done yeah, in his little stint yep. as the backup? How about Mike White? Mike White started like four games, and two of them he's thrown for three hundred plus yards. But I mean, those I'm guys not don't have the going, pedigree. Okay, I, I fine. 
Marcus Mariota's got the college pedigree, not the Heisman, but he's got some pedigree. Sam Darnold was a third pick, Mariota number two. We've seen plenty of high picks that fail. Now, you're right, Baker had a little bit of success in the NFL. He also was – that Browns team was really good. Had a lot, had a lot around him with Stefanski, who I think is a good coach. But too, the one year he kind of won. I get it, his rookie year was good too. But I'm Nick. All I'm saying is I think teams are going to put a lot more stock in the next four games than they did in this one game. He may have come out there, and I've said it before. He's been at his best when you expect nothing. Right? Texas Tech, Oklahoma as a walk-on, rookie year in Cleveland where he's a backup initially, comes out, plays great. When people have expectations, that is when he struggled. I want to – now we expect a little something over these next okay. four games. That's what I want to see. Right, so they play the Packers, right? Yeah. And he's had, at this point, when he plays Aaron Rodgers and they're fighting Quan to not be mathematically eliminated, rather than 48 hours – He'll have nine days right? to prepare. It's like, I better see something. You've had the playbook for nine days. See, so he could go out and lay an egg. So that's, that's why. I, and I wouldn't kill him just for one oh, game. Yeah, I'm you just, would. no, I'm going to watch okay, the next no, four, though. No, first of four all, games you're basically is a decent, killing him for last night. He, he started <laughs> off the show saying it made you cry. Decent. And by the end of it, you're just killing him. Right? You just can't you just can't tolerate the guy. And that's fine. That You know what I mean? That is your prerogative. He was unleashed this last is, night. This is right? why he, he, he woke up feeling dangerous and the Raiders took the brunt of it. This, though, wild. Because yeah. here's the thing. I don't think Stafford, you know, there was talk by in some quarters, not this one over here, that Stafford was building a Hall of Fame resume once upon a time. Yeah. I don't think Stafford's that player. But I also don't think Stafford's a bad player. Stafford looked like a bad player this year. You know why? Partially because of injury, but also because that Rams team stinks. The offensive line stinks. Once Cup went out, they had no way to beat you. They, they in the Tampa Bay have the worst Here, running run game the in the league. Run. So I think it is on the board that the Rams really struggle the rest of the way, which is why I think it is paramount what Sean McVay thinks of Baker Mayfield. Because I think everybody around the league believes that set the over-under at Matt Stafford's career games at 20 moving forward. I think most people are taking the under. I think people are saying he's going to play one more year, if that. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that, most notably pretty scary potential injury situation and a guy who's getting older has made a ton of money and got his ring. So I don't think he – if he wants to leave, it is paramount. He plays really well this last month. If he wants to stay, it is paramount that Sean McVay sees how he is in meetings with his teammates and on the practice field and says, well, we don't have picks. We're not in a great cap situation. Can I work with him? So I think there's a decent amount of ego involved from Sean McVay. Yes. That Sean McVay said, oh, Matthew Stafford, you've been with the Lions your whole career. Why don't you come over to the young genius who doesn't need draft picks. Yeah. And I can turn you into a Super Bowl champion and maybe a Hall of Famer. And if I was Sean McVay, Baker Mayfield didn't work with all those coaches over there. It doesn't work in Carolina. But I can make it work. I just engineered a game plan in 48 hours to beat Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. So if I'm John McVay, I would want if it's you know a quarterback similar to Baker, I would take Baker because it would well, be cool to have a here's the a other reason I agree, like Baker I, I get, agree with get the, him back. To the other reason you would take Baker, I argue, is we have heard so many times that a big part of being a successful professional quarterback is leading this group of men. 
having them believe in you, having them feel like you're the guy. It's, it, to be honest, the single best quarterback trait Jimmy Garoppolo has. The guys like him. The they think he's cool. The, the, the intangibles of it. The lack of him is probably why Zach Wilson lost his job. It, it was terrible play, but also he, he lost his margin of error. It was fascinating. Not just, I'm not just talking about his teammates with the Rams yesterday. I'm talking about star athletes across the sports spectrum that chimed in on Twitter talking about Baker Mayfield yesterday. I think there is a celebrity component to him that has maybe hurt him at times, made him polarizing, and made him the subject of a lot of scrutiny. That also makes it easier for guys to want to follow. This is where I need to slow you down. Because where was that overwhelming support in Cleveland? Because a bigger celebrity was going against him. A guy that more of those guys follow and like were against him because in Carolina they like him. Be, if he was, I'm sorry, if he was that well liked, some of those guys got to be man enough to say, Ooh. "Look, OBJ is my dude, but Baker is this or yeah, that." I, I got ba- Baker's back. Listen, no one did. Hold on, can no I tell one. you something? Wilds is one of the most well liked, charismatic, great people we know. But if all of a sudden he and I were in a feud, you don't think the staff's coming with me? Like, that's not about Wilds in a villa. Like, you don't think, I mean, that, I mean, that's not his fault. Like, it doesn't me mean he Josh. can't lead other people. You got Josh? I don't know about Dusty. I, I just think slow your room. That's all I'm saying. You're talking about me versus Wilds? No, or no, the Baker well, situation? Both, that too. Okay. No, just like, but look, I get it. You're excited. You had killed your guy, Baker. You, you I left. never killed him. You had left him. You said he should be begging Sean McVay not to play. And now Looking you're yeah, now you're show. broken out the sunglasses, which are incredibly nice. Yes, I those are awesome. I know they're great. Let's and you want to glow. It's the weekend. Baker down. just That's led the best game one in driving in NFL history, longest than final two minutes. It's me and, me and Skip Bayless hosting a party at the Grove in L.A. We'll Kelly from there. the Bad News no, Bears. Google it. Stop Google it. Kelly from the Bad News Bears. references. We don't want the audience to have a great 70s was literally.